Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Blast. Podcast all access with Coach Jim Perry and one of the featured Red Dragon players. As always, a big shout out to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located here in Niles, Ohio, for powering the program, and also the Permani Brothers here in Niles for offering these gift certificates to these young men who are the players of the game. Um, Coach Perry, first of all, before we get into the Streetsboro and our upcoming game against Talon, um, each week when we come down to the stadium, we've been doing the shows live. Usually we record, then I'd go home and upload, but we've been doing live podcasts with. But, Coach, you, I appreciate you taking such attention to detail. I mean, he quiets the whole entire locker room down. He'll find a quiet place for us to, to air the show. But, nonetheless, I appreciate you doing that because there's a lot of voices around here right now. Well, it's a busy place. I mean, today we got kicked <laughs> out of our studio. Uh, uh, there's a girls' uh, playoff soccer game, so we're happy to give that up for the girls. But uh, we found another milk and cranny, and uh, we're in a place that everybody tries to avoid, and that's our trainer's room. And uh, this might be the best studio of all. We've got good acoustics in here. It does. We have that nice echo. You know, talking about injuries, and I'm glad it wasn't. I was watching some of the film. I play 12, and I don't know if there was a flag on this play, but um, Zach Leonard, he ran the ball, and he ran to the sidelines, and he got, I mean, he got tackled about six yards into it. Was there a flag on that? Yeah, they called okay. uh, Yeah, they called late hit it out of bounds and that one. Because right, I just seen the referee go like this in the background and I kept rewinding and trying to see if there was a flag zone. And I know the next play you guys were moved up, but I still couldn't confirm. So okay, before I wanted to argue and scream about that. So at least at least we know that that was a play that they did catch. So so before we even get into COVID and you guys going to Howland this week, how bizarre is it going that you have to play golf? You won a game, lost a game. And now you are actually back playing football again. Yeah, well, it's 2020. So, you know, I guess crazy is the new normal. You know, we feel excited about it. Uh, we thought originally we had lost the, the thing to Poland, and uh, now to get it back, you know, we're just grateful. <laughs> yeah, we got a little music going on here. And uh, this, is, this is the fun of it. <laughs> we're going to end it. There we go. We got it down. Fair enough. It's so funny that we did this, but then again, Coach Perry was instantly on it. And I tell you what, he showed some good burst out of his stance. Uh, he still has a little burst. I still, I he still, he still got it. Yeah, I, you know, you know, like you said, uh, you know what? If you're not about running 40 yards, sometimes it's just being the first guy to the end of the driveway. So, so let's get back to that. I mean, COVID-19, you played two playoff games, and now you're back to. I mean, it's, you'll probably, hopefully, you never do this again. But. Talk about it. It's just weird. Well, you know, again, for us, you know, had this been some random opponent, maybe we'd be down here with our heads, you know, hanging down. But uh, like I said, you know, thinking you lost the ability to play Howland, and then all of a sudden they were set to play West Branch this week. We were set to play Hubbard. Uh, Hubbard elected for whatever reason to just end their season. They didn't want to go back in. So I think maybe they felt, like you're saying, you know, well, you know, since the playoffs are over, what's the point? But 
when we get the idea that, if, hey, if West Branch wins in the playoffs, Holland has an open date. We have an open date because we were scheduled to play them last week okay. if both teams are out. So, obviously, both of us won, and then they lost uh, by an empty shard, and we lost to Streetsboro. So, the stars kind of aligned, and, you know, this will this be the 45th meeting, or 46th, I believe. Uh, meeting between the two schools, so I'm happy that we can keep that streak going. You know, those games have all been played consecutively. I don't think there's been a uh, miss in the series, so we just feel lucky to be playing this week. I'm taking a shot at our tournament. Definitely. Now, last week you guys go to Treesboro, and you talked about some of the scholarship kids and some of the you know the things that you might have to deal with. Um, just watching some of the plays, I, I got in. I am not going to lie to you. I, I got about. I got to the first and second quarter, about three minutes left in the second quarter. But I, I thought, I mean, I thought you guys were playing hard. I mean, I, I didn't think there was a lack of effort on that. I mean, no, there certainly wasn't. I, I told our kids at the end of the game, I was very proud of them. Um, yeah, we were out in the end. I mean, that's happened. And, you know, as I told you, as you go through the playoffs, you're going to run up into teams like that. And uh, I think they're on the short list of teams that obviously can win the region and maybe beyond. Um, you know, that remains to be seen. I, I think they're certainly talented enough to do that. I, I haven't seen a team with, with that level of talent uh, in a while. It's been a while since we've seen something like that. So, you know, hats off to them. They, they, have a, they have a great team. I think they've known about this team coming through their program in a lot of years, and, and they're sort of poised to see if they can make a run. Now, but, our, you know, our kids both. And they, you know, nobody backed down. Our kids no, they fight the bitter end, and uh, – I think they learn a lot about themselves. And anytime you can have experience as a coach where your team learns, that's thumbs up. And that, that was my next segue. Um, what do you, so you definitely got to be able to take something away from that game. And, and obviously, hopefully, you can add that to the, you know, the arsenal this week as you guys travel out. Um, 65, who is 65? For us? Yeah. I'm looking at practice jersey numbers. And well, I thought he was playing on the line. I thought he made a couple of nice defensive plays during yeah, the game. You know, with game jerseys, it would be hard for me to say. I would say that would be key. Yeah. I'd have to quickly look at the film while we're talking and see if I can come up with that for you because, you know, obviously you know you know your players inside and out. But then the least amount of time I came with another <laughs> game jersey on is uh, <laughs> game night. You know, typically they're wearing the practice stuff. And he's 45 in practice, I can tell you that. But uh, like I said, as we're talking, I'll confirm that that is him. But I'm, I'm quite pretty sure that's, that's. I think it would have been played 23 on the on 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 your on the huddle. Okay, well then that might make it easier. Anyway, let's dissect the play here. Yep, that is that is definitely Matt Kibbe, right? featured Yeah, featured guest yeah. last week. Uh, backing up the uh, podcast show with us. I thought he made some nice plays. So lo and behold, um, Kibbe does some good things. So let's talk about Howland and the rival. And we all know the history. If you grew up in either town, you're going to know that this is a big football game. For you, let's kind of really dive into it. I mean, you played football for the Miles and Kelly Red Dragons. I mean, uh, talk about your own personal history way back when when you were playing this game. Well, I have to tell you, there's parts uh, just, you know, some people tell you some things stick with you for the rest of your life. So when I was in seventh grade, you beat Howland. When I was in eighth grade, you beat Howland. When I was in ninth grade, you beat Howland. When I was in tenth grade, you beat Howland. And uh, JV and varsity. You know, the eleventh grade we beat Howland, JV and varsity, and then in the twelfth grade we lost to Howland. Uh, and it and it really feels like one of those I could still feel back to that. And thought back then we were the better football team and didn't get it done. We didn't play well, and uh, you know that one you carried with you for the rest of your life. So, you know, fortunately, the last two years we we've been on top, and uh, I think this year is going to present a unique challenge. Uh, Coach Boyle, he's a uh, you know, he played for Coach Angle, and, and he's got him playing that kind of football, that physical, 
uh, line up in the eye. Uh, I know one game their back ran for 39 times, uh, almost 300 yards. So they're going to bring a physical style to play. He's done a great job. I mean, the program was down when he took over, and I think each year it's very clear they've gotten better. Last year they were, you know, they beat Poland, who went on to to a great run in the playoffs. So uh, and they play a they play a tough schedule. You know, they play teams like Boardman and you know last year Warren Harding and all that. So and Campfield, who obviously still alive in the playoffs. So you know, I know that we're going to face a confident Allen team. To be honest with you, I, I think it's a pick 'em game at this point, and we're going to have to we're going to have to strap it up. And I, I believe probably the most physical football team is going to win. Now, I, this this is I mean, as a coach and anyone out there, I mean, you you know, but you want to win. But this, but I mean, are you more satisfied? You know, I mean, when you play a team like that, it's just a physical style. It's just say play another team and they're a spread offense. I mean, you take more pride in beating that physical team i know you win's a win sure. but at the end of the day maybe you're laying in bed you're like man this team was a tough you know what team and we were able to well that's for us that's kind of been a big program goal where we want to take the program is become a lot more physical and i just thought that was an area uh three years ago that we were lacking in i think at times i i do think we have become more physical but coach you always wants to see more so you know, you know when you're playing a team like this that wants to run it right at you Hit you in the mouth. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think you can ever be truly great at football if you're not a more physical team. I mean, sometimes when you have talent, yeah, you can outscore people, but if you can't line up in the trenches and get after people and tackle well and be physical, uh, you know, I think you're always going to be average. So, you know, to test our medal against somebody, a team like this, that wants to do it that way, uh, I'm very anxious to see our kids uh, strap it up and get after it. Excellent stuff. And last week, Streetsboro, you guys, um, we're always going to talk about a coach that you thought uh, did a lot of good things for you and then a coach that you may regret making, a call that you made a regret making and a call that you made that maybe you were very happy with. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, I, I'm just going to, I'm not going to single out a coach. Not, not in a negative way. <laughs> if if any, anybody has any idea what this coaching staff, you know, does to prepare, um, I don't think there's been a day that this coach's office hasn't been utilized other than we were departing out down here. And then, <laughs> you know, with virtual meetings, but uh, these guys have been working for four months straight, seven days a week. Uh, and, uh, you know, the amount of effort that was put in to get ready for that game last week was, was, was even ramped up more, obviously, being in the playoffs. And I, I was just super proud of, uh, of the effort of our coaches all week getting our guys prepared. And, you know, obviously, outcome-wise, that's not what you want, but I can tell you it wasn't for a lack of effort by, by you know, all the guys on the staff. So I want to give a big shout-out the coaching staff for doing it the right way. We learned this coach, you know, we, 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 I think you go to the playoffs, you learn about yourself and your game planning and, and so forth. And uh, like I said, I was just, I was just super proud of all of that. Uh, there was a, there was a, I'm calling the game and I, I really, uh, I think I screwed up on because I, I saw an alignment and I called, asked our offensive coordinator, Coach Kemp, to uh, call a counter. Uh, which, you know, isn't necessarily a bad suggestion, but we hadn't run count a lot this week from the look we were in, and I think our execution was poor. And, you know, this, there's a stat I read a while ago, Bo, that says if you're going to run a play, you got to practice at least five times during that week. So if you want to run a play ten times in a game, you better rep it 50. So this play that we were going to run, we may have run a counter in practice, but we didn't run five of them, I know that. I know better. So, you know what? <laughs> That kind of put us behind the chains, and we had a nice drive going. So, you know, that was that was a big one as, as far as that goes. Um, I guess the Attaboy will kind of give our 
uh, offensive staff was uh, it was a fourth and one, and you you know Tennessee there is to run up the middle. But I said, hey, there's nobody on the edge. We call a sweep to the outside, and I think Zach went for about 20 yards. So every now and then, uh, you know, a bunch of people have enough. We'll take it yeah. and we can get them. Yeah, you know, I, we may, if you guys are on Facebook or when we put this on Twitter as well, uh, you know, if you have any suggestions or questions you want to hear, um, I know I don't open up a Pandora's box, but uh, <laughs> but uh, kind questions. But, uh, you know, I think that's great insight by Coach Perry. And, and he's always honest and he's always forthcoming with a play that may not have went the Red Dragon's way. And he's also always very uh, kind to the coaching staff and, and, and uh, giving those guys their due. And, you know, even now, I mean, the guys are in the locker rooms are watching film. You got guys. On the other side of us, listen, wait. It's well past almost 5.30. Yeah, people see the tip of the iceberg on Friday night, I can tell you that. I mean, there's just always a lot going into it. And it's 12 months, it's seven days a week. And, you know, I can even go in the, in the coach's office, there's guys in there working. And, uh, you know, that's that's what I think kids that lead the program take with them. They realize you want to be great at something or even good at something. You know, it takes all of your effort. So, uh, you know, I, I don't care – if we were playing this game in February, <laughs> if you're playing Holland, we're, our guys are going to prepare, and then, you know, they want to win. And, and, and it's certainly, obviously, five miles down the road, I'm sure they're doing the same thing, and that's why football is such a great sport. Uh, this is important to both communities, and we're going to be excited. And uh, um, player of the game from Andy Brothers? No, it's not player of the game. I think he's been hanging around there the whole time, and just we, we, he hasn't uh, – uh, at least I don't think he has. You can tell him wrong. But I against Long kind of deserved it. Freshman in there playing, and I, I think he may have had his best game, not yards wise, but how he ran the ball up in there and doing what we wanted him to do, and you know, even getting in there, pass blocking and blocking on the perimeter and runs and so forth. You know, they, that's valuable to be freshman in a, in a in a playoff game playing against some of those elite athletes, and I think he's down inside all. You know, even on the Sarasota hits, so it's not one high. He wants to be great, you know, and uh, I thought this was a, a positive step for him to perform that well, you know. And the, the big guy, Big Mike, as we call him, Mike Hall from Streetsboro, was uh, chasing me down. I might throw up the white flag. But, you know, Antoine, I think, going for about 60 yards rushing or so, and that was pretty good stuff for us. I'm glad you mentioned that because even just watching some of the plays, I was like, he's still running hard. He might not have been getting those big, giant runs, but, again, it was a different defense. But, I, yeah, nonetheless, uh, you can tell he's a, he's, a, he's a handful to try to bring down. I mean, you just yeah. – you know, and, and, and we, we believe, obviously, are only going to get better being as young as he is. And uh, he wants to attack the weight room. And I'm trying to encourage him to, you know, give up on the other, other sports because I, I think he, he could use, you know, track I think would be good for him. And then the competition of basketball brings him that. But, you know, bring the weight room stuff along with him the whole time. And, and uh, you know, he, he wants to be special. He certainly has the opportunity to do that. Excellent stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2020 2020- Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance here in Niles, Ohio. Um, Coach Barry is going to introduce our featured guest this evening. I thought we'd change it up tonight, and we're actually going to have one of our sophomores in that, uh, you know, isn't some guy that's not going to show up on film because he does a lot of dirty work uh, for us on our scout teams and that, and he's got a great personality. I think he'll bring a little flavor to the show. <laughs> Uh, I'll introduce him as my least favorite player on the team. Uh, when he laughs, when you could ask him about that, but uh, uh, you know, I, I think he'll represent us the, the right way. And I, I think these guys that, you know, again, that behind the scenes stuff, uh, you know, you don't necessarily see it, you know, if they're not down here for a JV games, but there's a lot more 
to, to you know, any kind of success we're down here than the 11 guys you might see on the field at one time. You know, we have about 50 kids down here every day working hard. And sometimes, you know, I, I live much of my life as a scout team player, and um, that's as important role as the guy that's catching a touchdown pass. So, yeah, and I think Chaz will give a little uh, inside uh, uh, look at, at the program from a whole different end. And if I speak of angles, I want to say this about too. Bo, you got him. You got him off flank. Think you're taller, man. We could have. A, we could have a measure. Uh, we measure you too, at Steve. And I think you got him on the. Yeah, well, when you bring him in, we'll stand up and we'll we'll make, we'll do the back to back head to head. I'll do a little play by play. Okay, okay, so yeah. All right, Coach Bear. Like All right, he's we'll gonna go get back. him. As always, um, these shows are free and available at iTunes and Block Talk Radio. And I always recommend um, iTunes as an opportunity. You can fast forward and rewind much quicker than you can on the Blog Talk app if you listen to it on your PC. Once again, um, Hallen and Niles this week in Hallen, big game, big rivalry. And uh, here we go, Mr. Chad. Now, you know, I, and I, I know him from out there. He's a trash talker in the kickball game. Um, <laughs> he's a trash talker in everything. All right. So I can't imagine he's not in this class without tra- uh-huh. trash talking. I got you. I think I got All right. All right. Here we go in the left corner in the white. We got Chad. Chad, um, look, we're going to go shoes on. I think we leave shoes on. Equal for both parties. All right, so you guys back to back. Here we go. Back to back here. Chad, oh, Bo is actually people, if you don't know, Bo is powering over Chad at this point. That's not, that's not, that's not I think it's got at least two and a half, maybe three inches in there. <laughs> Which that doesn't happen. Uh, no, not for Bo. He's excited now. Yeah. Why do you think Bo's a host this show? Yeah, that's why I'm, like, I'm like an inch taller than Bo. That's why I brought him along. I wouldn't have a host that was like six times. I'd feel inferior about myself. And my 400 younger cousins that have all grown up because I'm the oldest by years and years, by the time they're like 11, the first thing is I, I've heard in my whole life, I'm almost taller than you. So do you get that, Chad? Oh, yeah. Just about every time we have a family event, my 12-year-old cousin will come up and I'm looking up. <laughs> so, Chad Davis, welcome to the program. Um, Coach was talking very highly of you. You said, you know, you do a lot of the dirty work that doesn't go in. And I, I think this is a great opportunity for some of the guys that you you play a key role in helping this team. We may not necessarily see it you on Friday, but your work is down here. And I see you doing your work when I come down before practices and I see you guys doing your thing. But talk about what it's like for you just, you know, in your role helping this team get to where it needs to be. First of all, thank you for having me on the show. I like just like thank you. And every every day we come out here, I just outside to uh, just delegate my best and help the team out and just help out the team win. I'm a team player. I always have been. I always will be. So I, I just want to do the best to help the team win. Yeah, and you're a sophomore, so you got a couple more. Oh, you're a junior. I'm sorry. I'm a junior. I thought he said sophomore <laughs> before. We'll go back and listen to the tape. Okay. So you're junior. So you got this year and next season. Yes, sir. No, go ahead. Really happy. What's it like playing in COVID? It's it's different. It's it's still the sport of football, so it's still fun. But it's definitely been a lot of adapting, especially towards the beginning of the year when we got shut down because one of our players had had COVID or been around it. So it's been a lot of adjusting. How about school and COVID? School school's been a lot of adjusting too. Just different, like not having that many people in your classes. Be having to separate all day, wear your mask. Just all different and a lot of adjustments, football and school. Definitely. So let's get into the nooks and crannies. Scout team, you're doing your thing. Just say, I mean, tell us some of the things that you've done that you're most proud of. I mean, in terms of maybe some of the roles that they might have used you in and some of the things that you know that you know deep down when you, when you can pat yourself on the back that what you're doing was helping. 
the most thing I'm proud of myself is just every time the coaches call for somebody, I will always go in, and I'm, I just want to do my best. And I know I don't get the most playing time on Friday, but I contribute in my own ways. And yeah. I, I'm going to share those. What are some of the ways that you do contribute? How I contribute is when our, when our O-line needs a scout D-line, I'll go in, I'll give my best effort to make them better. Yeah, and you know, you you come across, you you got a nice smile, your positive attitude. I know from the kickball games, you're you're always fun. You're a joke. Oh, yeah. You're you're well, you scorch. You're 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 a scorcher out there. Um, well, I mean, for you, I mean, well, I mean, you know, I mean, what do, do you get mad? You just you're just always smiling. Uh, I get mad every now and then. It's just I'm a happy person. Yeah, there's nothing to be sad about. Fair enough. Hey, that's the way to be. I love that attitude. Like I said, I mean, if you come down here, like I said, you know, the kickball games are a great opportunity just to see these guys kind of let loose, and you kind of you get to see more of their personalities. And and Taz has definitely got a great personality. Definitely be a guy that you know, if he catches one of those balls or throws it, tries to make the out. Um, he's, he's definitely going to give a a little back talk out there. Um, for you, you guys played a pretty strong team in Streetsboro last week, and now you get to come back home and and. You know, I talked to Coach about it. You were in the playoffs, and now you're back into the regular season. I don't even know if it's the regular season, but these bonus games. Um, what was it like going up and playing that Streetsboro team? Pretty it tough? Was, it was really tough, very tough. They were a very good team. We, we, we made ourselves – we made our own mistakes every couple, every now and then, but they're, they're just a very good team, and we we probably didn't play to our best ability, and on to the next game. On to the next game, and it is talent. I mean oh. – uh, it's a big one. Oh, yeah, very big one. I mean, so uh, you like uh, – you? I mean, kind of a weird thing because there's no – real. I mean, there's a little – no bands for the home teams. But, I mean, in terms of road home games, is there much difference right now? Not really. We're just – we just want to go out there and play football. We're blessed to have been able to play this year. So, whatever we can get, we'll take it. Excellent stuff. Well, Chas, we appreciate you stopping by. I don't know if you've ever listened to one of the shows, but we always kind of end it with call three and out. A few off-the-wall questions. Are you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Now, you're, you're 10 years old. You're in the backyard. you got that football tucked in your arm. Um, who do you pretend you are and who did you want to be? I pretend like I'm a little Barry Sanders. Nice. So just shifting, trying to shift around, just make plays. He was a gorgeous number 20 to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, yeah, not many like him, and I don't know if we'll see many more. Uh, very unique, and uh, yeah, very, very special. So uh, you're, you're, I'm, I'm fond of you already, just mm-hmm. because as you said Barry Sanders at number twenty. Um, how about this one? I know we, I, you know, you guys are Xbox, uh, you know, PlayStation. Um, are you a gamer? I am a gamer. I always have been. Okay. Grew up around it. I like, I like it. It's fun to do when you're not doing anything. But school and football always fun. School football. Now, getting back to the systems now, a lot of guys that come on the show talk a lot of trash saying that they're the best at whatever game they're going to put. Now, he's, he's adamant with the way he's shaking his head. You're just you're not having any of that, right? No matter what, I always think I'm the best. <laughs> always been. I always think I'm the best. So. I want to bring I want to bring a TV down here. I want to see you guys get after. Do there have to be like a Mountain Kinley Red Dragon uh, Xbox or uh, PlayStation tournament or something? Might have to make that happen, right? You know, I don't know. Maybe play a quarter. Oh yeah, maybe a quarter. You, you know, I don't know. I, I haven't played one of those games for so long. <laughs> How long does it take to play a full game? What game are you to say on like football on an Xbox? Uh, kind of different like times you can do. Like you can do four minute quarters, five minute quarters. 
you can probably go all the way up to like 15. All right. So it's just depending on what you want to do. All right. So well, maybe 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 a half. Maybe mm-hmm. half. Eight minutes. Winner. One 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 and done. My half. Huh? I, I I know you guys are all competitive. You'll do it. Oh yeah. And and then the final one for you. Um, you're gonna get in this week. You're gonna make the play. Um, well, how do you you want to go on on the defense, the offense, and what what play do you want Coach Perry to call so you can kind of have the glory of spiking that ball in the end zone? Oh, whatever I can get. <laughs> I always mess with the coaches. Say, let me run the ball. Let me run the ball. I'm a, I'm always in the coaches' ears. So a handoff or what? Oh, uh, I'll be. If I get that ball in my hands, I promise you, I will turn in that ten year old kid <laughs> acting like he's Barry Sanders. Uh, Chaz, I love it, man. I love your positivity. And again, I, I think it was a good thing to just let the, you know, we see the starters out there, but nonetheless, there's everybody that puts their hand in the pile, as Coach Tomlin likes to say, has yes. a part in this, and you definitely have a part in this as well. Thanks. As always, big shout out to Chaz Davis, Coach Perry, for joining us here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. You folks remember iTunes and Boss Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to these feature shows. As always, thank you for stopping by. This has been a C2P exclusive.